You're getting all this shit for free, man. This cost me about do. fucking 50 grand to get all this knowledge. I was wondering where that invoice came from, by the way. I was going to ask you about that later on, but how never. Street talk. Mental health. Street talk. Mental health. Street talk. Mental health. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Now it's time for some straight talking mental health. It's your weekly podcast where we tackle mental health issues in a kind of different way. My name is Peter Dunn. My name is Alan Clark. And this week we are straight talking COVID, unfortunately. Ireland is currently in lockdown and other countries have tightened restrictions also. So we got to talk about that, but we will get to it soon. But first, a couple of straight talking matters at hand. Any crack would you do? How's the weight loss coming along, by the way? Ah, uh, good man. You checked in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I spoke about it last week. I said I was going to hold, have the uh, podcast to hold me accountable. So I was at James on Friday. So I was, normally have a few sweets and takeaway and stuff like that. So I said, right, I go from Sunday. So I went, I went for the, the takeaway on Saturday. I was like, right, seeing as how, <laughs> seeing as how I'm going to be cutting down, uh, I get the takeaway on Saturday. So I weighed myself on Sunday morning, twelve eight after a takeaway. Don't weigh yourself out. Well, the, the night day. before. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to get it from <laughs> from 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 the top, so I weighed myself mm. the next day. So that was that was twelve eight, and then started doing the workouts. Then here in the morning, back to doing them again. Sore as fuck. What workouts <laughs> are you doing? Uh, it's just a home workout thing. So it's a kind of a 10, 15 minute fucking all the press ups, all the fucking sit ups, all the different. Is it a hit session? Is it like seems to be thirty yeah, seconds yeah. on, thirty yeah, seconds yeah, off for forty-five, yeah, yeah. fifteen? Ah, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Where are you getting so, from YouTube or something? Is it? No, there's an app. I have an app on my phone. Oh, cool. So sore as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my abs are in bits. My shoulders are in bits. My arms are in bits. I'd be in work and I'd cough or sneeze, and you could feel it. I'm like, oh fuck, oh my abs, oh <laughs> fucking feeling that. That's a and good then, sign. If you want yeah, feeling, yeah, it, it'd be something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So doing them that this morning and it's burning like fuck and. You know, doing them ones you mentioned the V up, you know, you're, mm. you know, make a V and it's like just collapsing. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I weighed myself after all. 12.5.8. Wow. So, fair so play down, to you. So down 2.2. Yeah. Uh, since Sunday. Brilliant. And we're recording on Thursday. So, Great progress, dude. Keep well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Good to be added and just watching everything I'm eating and back counting the calories and stuff. So, so it mm. helps. So that's that's my goal. That's That's been my goal for for the six weeks so Good how start. often are you exercising every morning every morning yeah. um i used to especially during first lockdown exercise twice a day mm-hmm. and i remember i was listening to a podcast now and i think it was joe rogan was talking to somebody and this guy made a, a brilliant point he said if you have a cut on your finger and you keep picking away at the scab it's not mm. going to get better mm. but if you let it heal over a few days It'll be perfect. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're now tearing your muscles mm. and your muscles are repairing, they're getting better. But if you don't give them time to get better, they're not going to get better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the Tear recovery time is vital, absolutely mm. vital. Mm. Tear and repair, that's it, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll have James now for the weekend, so I might, I might leave off it now for the, for the two days. But I'll see, mm. see what way I go. Just yeah, to, good stuff. So. But, but, but so far, so good, which is good. Fair play yeah. to you, well done. Yeah, what's nice, been going on nice. with man? Uh, no, no, quite enough. Uh, no, working away, working away, uh, which is a good distraction uh, from lockdown 2.0. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that Fucking uh, new and later on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway. What did you think of last week? What did you think of last week's show? Yeah, enjoyed chatting to Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, um, nice guy. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Very well-rounded guy. You know, mm. he... Um, 
he's obviously he as you said he's he been through therapy mm-hmm. um you see it don't you him. yeah yeah but like <laughs> that's the thing like, I, I can watch I can watch TV shows I remember one time I was watching uh, Sunday Brunch did you ever watch that on Channel 4 no just on a Sunday morning chat show cooking show kind of thing it was mm-hmm. very good Professor with Green was on it and I remember sitting there with my girlfriend at the time and he was chatting away I was like he's been for therapy and she's like how, how the fuck can you say that like as I can tell by the way he's talking I said I betcha and then he came on down later on and he spoke about it. I think his dad had committed suicide or something like that and he'd gone to therapy and I was like mm. told you <laughs> you, yeah, you, just, yeah. you, you hear us in the language actually do you know what I seen this morning remember I told you I was watching uh, I've been working my way through Modern Family mm-hmm. uh, what's the young one's name is it Haley? Is Haley, yeah, well, yeah one yeah. of them it just random popped up some Facebook page put it up this morning um, just as I was scrolling on my phone um, she had had uh, she was really sick she had to have a kidney transplant oh no yeah uh, Haley, she's the, the eldest daughter is she yeah yeah, yeah yeah she um, uh, so she got the she got a kidney off the father and then her body rejected it and then she had to get one off her brother or something like that but apparently she was in some abusive relationship for years and uh, she was in tatters and kind of 10 years kind of Jeez. going through the mill with her health and the thing and then in the in the video she says it was it was therapy that that that, that got her out of it wow mm. yeah so yeah. we were always advocating and I will of course of course yeah, <laughs> <I'm> yeah. <always. laughs> um, one thing I noticed about Johnny last week now that you mentioned it you know he is uh, like he We'll talk about it later on where he mm. puts together his, um, when he got COVID, yeah. um, the three things he wanted to do to get through mm. it. Mm. But it was nearly like looking at a finely tuned athlete. Yeah, You yeah. know, you know an athlete when you see one and you yeah. know an athlete when you see them play football, basketball, mm, whatever mm, sport mm. it is. And when you see them in action, you look at them and you go, Jesus, like, I was watching Man United the other night and I was watching... Uh, the technique of the strikers from a yeah, different yeah. angle going Jesus that's incredible it was nearly like watching an athlete you know watching Johnny in, when in Johnny what, goes what right way did you think that the way he can go right I've got COVID this is what I'm going to do again we'll yeah, talk yeah, about that yeah, more yeah, later yeah, on yeah, the way so, he can yeah. say right growing up there was alcohol in the family there was drugs mm, in the family mm, or there mm. was um, addiction and, yeah, said, and yeah. that has led to me doing this you know what I mean mm, so mm. so in tune with himself it's incredible that's the awareness that, yeah, that's, that's, that's the awareness you know and mm. as I said you know, 90% of therapy is just developing that awareness you know you had the awareness to know Okay, shit. I need to. I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to keep on top of this. You know, I haven't got the things I normally have, uh, the basketball, the gym, the music, and stuff like that. So, uh, I tell you what struck me from from last week. I thought it was, I thought it was actually very sad. Um, when, when I asked him about the childhood and the abuse in childhood and how it led to avoiding relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I would make up excuses. Oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I'm touring. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, picking. And, and I've seen that loads of times in clients. And, and it, it, you know, it really gets me. Uh, you know, I really feel the sadness of that, of what they're missing out on. You know, they're missing out on love. They're missing out on companionship. They're missing mm-hmm. out. And look, Johnny seems like a really great guy. You know, he seems like a, seem, really seems like he'd have a lot to offer. And, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, that childhood and what it, what it's led to. Yeah, um, of of missing out on on all that good stuff, like you know, mm. because um, you know, for people, you know, when we experience trauma like that, it, you know, relationships can be a terrifying thing. Mm. You know, to be to be intimate, or we just avoid them altogether. Oh, who fucking needs that shit? Like that's 
you know yeah. fucking needy fucking who needs to, you know all this all that kind of shit the avoiding attachment style well I suppose uh, you're only um, um, your role models are your parents so when you're in a relationship you think well I'm going to do what they do because that's how you're in a relationship yeah, and then yeah. if you think to yourself okay I want to get into a relationship but I'm afraid that I'm going to end up like be da or me ma or the two of them, you know what I mean would, that's when people will start to go no I don't want this yeah yeah I wouldn't believe the amount of times I've heard that speaking no, of which like, speaking yeah. of which that's a nice little seg into my uh, my smiles this week okay yeah um, one of the things that it kind of yeah it kind of made me smile in the sense that obviously doing this podcast for the last X amount of episodes mm. has hit home with me and I'm starting to notice things um, I was watching The Haunting of, is it Bly House or Bly something Hill like that? or something like that. Yeah, 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 on, yeah, on yeah. About, yeah. And uh, it's funny enough, I was, you know, I don't want to give too much away in case anybody wants to watch it, obviously, but um, you're one who's starring in it. She was in a relationship with a guy and I called it before she came out with it, the fact that she didn't want a relationship with this guy because of her childhood. Mm. And I said it to Laura, I said, bet you this, bet you this, you know what I mean? And lo and behold, <laughs> bang, I was like, smug, yeah. Look <laughs> at me, all Alan Clark. <laughs> You're getting all this shit for free, man. This costs people fucking 50 grand to get all this knowledge. I was wondering where that invoice came from, by the way. I was going to ask you about that later on, but how <laughs> Jumping on the coattails. Huh? Yeah, but look, I said, look, it opens your eyes. This is mm. what happens when we have awareness, you know, we, yeah. become, we become sensitive, we become sensitive to these things yeah and that's it we want people to kind of open up a little bit more we want people to be able to recognize others around us you know Mm. if it's not for you okay if you're a well-rounded person your mental health is good that's great but what about Mm. what about your partner what about your kids what about your your family your friends your co-workers your neighbors your strangers you know i only had the only had the conversation with with a client last night and you know very often i I might have mentioned on the self-esteem you know people with low self-esteem become people pleasers and mm-hmm. uh, That's right. you know they're always putting everyone else's needs first oh no just don't worry about me I look after you let me get this da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. and give it all of that uh, a client last night and this was I said what do you do for yourself I said I hear this I hear that I hear this and I hear that but what do you do for yourself and we're like Jesus uh, fuck Jesus you got me there now Mm. and I was really trying to impress like you need to you need to do something you know the oxygen mask yeah and what, sometimes what I have to do particularly for parents is look if you're not going to do it for yourself can you do it for your kids can you look after yourself so you're better able to look after your kids mm-hmm. sometimes you can get through that way because they're so used to doing it for everyone else yeah that it's well can you do it for someone else <laughs> and they're used to that yeah because yeah. of the people pleaser, yeah, like, it's amazing. And I, I say, I say, I don't give a fuck your motivation for doing it. Just as long as you do it, yeah. Just as long as you you get some self care in your in your own life that you that you look after yourself. I don't care what your reasons are for doing it. Yeah, Just yeah. Look after yourself. Yeah, I think um, uh, Irish mammies are probably the worst for it because Irish mammies don't look <laughs> after Martyrs. themselves. You know, <laughs> Irish mammies just go, I do everything for my kids yeah. and all my time is spent on kids. And, you know, when you eventually do get free time and, you know, mammies are cleaning up or they're cooking or they're baking or they're doing something and it's like, oh, I never get time for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know. So where would I find time? My, you're yeah. hoovering the fucking grass. 
Go ahead and fucking sit down. <laughs> Jesus, put the fucking, put the cross back. Jesus needs it back, like. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, fucking martyr. <laughs> but oh, Irish mammies are nothing. That's it. Like, again, you know, we, we spoke about it last week where it's bred into us. Mm. Oh, you know, totally. Yeah, yeah. This whole, you know, you have to, oh, you have to keep going. You have to look after them, and you know, that's it. And they remind me, I'll be fine. I'll be okay yeah, once you're yeah, okay, yeah, and this kind of stuff. You know, but you're right. Look after yourself. Yeah. You know, and daddies, daddies as well. This. Oh, one. absolutely. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I gave you, I gave you a smile there. Um, any more smiles? Any more royals? Let me, let me give you a royal. Um, yep. I'm afraid I'm going to bring down the tone of this the no, whole podcast. Don't but we, about that. We go down. We go. As bad as all the clients, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be. No, I, I don't mind being a burden. burden. I just want to bring down the tone. You know you what I mean? Go for it. I'll fucking bring it down. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> you set it up. I'll fucking knock it down. Because I am um, royal this week. Oh, lovely. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And you no, will be. Me. I know you. I know you will be too when I when I bring it up. No, look, it's something. I suppose it's it's a royal in a way, and it's a. It's kind of a sadness. Um, you know, my royal this week involves, um, I'm sure you heard it on the news, 37-year-old woman, 11-year-old girl, 6-year-old boy were found dead in their home. Then, a couple of weeks ago, you had the mother who suffocated her baby and threw herself off the M50 to Oldridge and nurse, you know. Yeah. And then the murder-suicide of uh, the two brothers and their dad in Cork. Yeah. Like, the news this week and into Man, last week. I swear to God, we had this conversation earlier. Yeah, had supervision earlier, and I went in. I was like, "Is the world fucked? Like, what is going on mm. in the world lately? Like, it's just the fucking beheadings in France, and it's like, Jesus mm. Christ, we're soaked with this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's, it hasn't been a, it hasn't been a good week in the world. But it just it begs the question. Um, something I was wondering was how many of them would still be alive today if they reached out for help. If they just spoke to somebody. Probably all of them. Man. Spoke Probably to somebody like you. Yeah. You know, or even a friend, a partner. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been doing, um, I'm doing an online course at the minute for my CPD. It's, it's in trauma. And um, the guy that is a really, really good guy, American guy, with the fucking Arizona Trauma Institute or something like that. But, you know, he was talking about people that come in, to, uh, talking about suicide clients that are talking about suicide. And he said, uh, you know, to start talking about it. And he said, um, let me ask you a question. Do you want to kill yourself? Or do you just want the pain to stop? I just want the pain to stop. Johnny Johnny said it last week. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, of you know, I, I wanted to end my life, but really I just wanted to, to end the pain. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, if, if there's someone there that can that can contain that suffering and you know, mm. as I said, it doesn't even have to be a therapist, just someone. Just another human that can go. Wow, I see the pain that you're in. Just an wow, ear, I see, yeah. I, I, yeah, I see what you're. I see what you're mm. going through. Is there a fear sometimes that if somebody does reach out for help, their fear is that their life is going to change forever? Yeah, yeah. Fear of change is a, is a huge thing. Like mm. you know, you know. I, I think I mentioned before, clients I've had that come in and they hear themselves talking that they have to leave the husband or the boyfriend or something, and then they leave. They don't come back. It's like, oh shit, I'll just, uh, I'll put up with it. Yeah. The fear of change, you mm. know, the fear of the unknown is, is terrifying. Like, so you get comfortable in your discomfort. Mm. And look, people have been, you know, a lot of people go, well, this is the way I've, I've been my entire life. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't want to change. It's scary. And, it, you know, unfortunately you can't go around pain. You have to go through it. 
Yeah, good point. You're right, you're right, yeah. You know, yeah. And that's a sad, you know, and, and I always say to clients, look, feeling worse but getting better. Mm. You know, I fucking promise you, I promise you this, this gets better. And sometimes me just holding out that hope for them is enough. If we're they, particularly where they don't have any hope. Yeah. And I'll say, look, can you trust me? Can you trust that I, I think you can get better? Do you think, do you trust that I think this can improve? Mm. Sometimes that's what people, that's all they need. Just that glimmer, just that glimmer. And, you know, particularly people who want me in that kind of expert kind of position and, oh, well, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, if he thinks, if he thinks it can get better, maybe, maybe it's, maybe all's not lost. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Just reaching out just to anybody, just mm. a friend or family yeah, member yeah, or anything yeah. like that, because I don't yeah. know, I don't know anybody in my circle of friends or family that if I ever went to them and said, I'm having trouble, they'd go, work with me. I don't want to hear exactly. about them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know anybody like that. Yeah. And vice versa, if anybody came to me and said, can we chat? Mm. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you're the same, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the other end, man. People just dump on me the whole time. <laughs> that, that was actually the thing when I, when I was doing my training. I've gotten very good at it over the years. But, you know, once uh, two reactions when people found out what I did. Uh, oh, don't fucking analyse me. Oh, don't, don't fucking come near me. Like, And then... Or else it was just bleh. <laughs> it just right. yeah, yeah. Bill. The amount of times I'd be on a night out and I'd end up in a fucking corner <laughs> with someone <laughs> spilling their guts to me. <laughs> I was like, well, that's the fucking night ruined. <laughs> that's normally outside Abercababber. You know what I mean? Yeah. At four o'clock in the morning, somebody's spilling their guts to you and you go, yeah, go on, you're yeah, grand. Yeah, no, yeah. you're all right. I remember, I remember it was at um, uh, Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. And oh, Dermot yeah. Kennedy. Um, two years ago pissing Ryan uh, it was great great fucking gig where was and, it and uh, St. Anne's Park oh yeah or no uh, Malahide uh, Malahide Castle okay Mal- Malahide Castle was um, and I see I've gotten to the point where I more often than not I don't tell people what I do for that very reason and um, I was there with my mate Dave and we just got chatting to, the, to these group of girls that, that were standing beside us as we were all kind of dancing away and um, we were all just yapping away there and talking and just what they did anyway and oh, what do you do? I was like, oh, what do you think I do? Uh, like uh, some sort of tradesman, like electrician. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> I was like, nah, not exactly. And then fucking Dave puts in, oh, he's a psychotherapist. I'm like, Fuck Andy! <laughs> so of course one of the girls, she's a feed of fucking drink in her, and she starts talking about some very very heavy stuff. And I was like, look, I give you a number of a load of people. See how you feel on Monday when you sober up. If you want to go and talk to them, mm-hmm. ride a gig. Yeah, let me enjoy. We're having the crack. Fuck, yeah, let's just listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get to that point, man. It's like this fucking shit to bring you down. <laughs> Can you not say you're like an, an electrician of the mind? I didn't say. You know, I didn't wi- say what you I was. rewire brains or he some, fucking some told shit, him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he told him. Sound there? Because he knew he'd have the pick of the group, man. Mm. That's the story. But he, look, that's he all, threw you under the bus. Simple that's as. what people. That's what people need. <laughs> we, people need people. Mm, we just, absolutely. We need someone to relate to. Mm. Yeah. And you know, if we have a few of those good people, they can make life a very different place. Mm. Yeah, so I share I share that royal man it's been a fucking hell of a couple of weeks mm. yeah. yeah been really Jesus yeah like it, it's very Horrific rare stuff, that the like. news would get me down but Jesus anything like that yeah oh no I, I'm the same like I, I was going to say I was like, like I'm fucking like I said with the 
Ridley Henry Royals, like it's because it's just mm. all of that stuff and a few other bits. Like it's just what's going yeah. on? What is going on in the mm-hmm. fucking world? I know. And then on top of that, there's fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Mm. Mm. Right, give us your royal. Have a tell them thanks. One. Uh, oh thanks, yeah, yeah. Breaking the gap. Ah, for fuck's sake! Look, sorry, man. Ruined. <laughs> is that your vanity mirror gone now? Is it? No, that, what oh. I did. So I had a light that I was using <laughs> for the videos. One of those little ring lights. Um. So I brought it home from the office, and because uh, that one does, because the other one goes off after ten minutes. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always see me pressing the button. So I, I, I don't think this one goes off, but we'll find out soon enough. We will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, do you have a t- tell them thanks for anything? Uh, I do, yeah, go for a royal. Should we get these done? They will finish on a good thanks. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah that's, that's, I was thinking that myself. Let's uh, go royal and go, bring her back up again. Going to royals. Um, uh, so, you, you remember you were talking about your, get a COVID present? Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, this, this is, I got this another is a, COVID present. Oh, you got your gangster t shirt? I did. Nice. <laughs> you have to put a picture up of your guitar man Don't I did you, you didn't you tweeted us on fucking twitter that's not a good yeah. one yeah. Oh, stick it up stick it up um, so yeah no I'll, I'll do I'll do a proper shot of it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. get your gangster t-shirt so I was like you know uh, I, I had uh, all my fucking taxes all my, <laughs> the pay mm-hmm. me taxes uh, last week I was like fucking Peter's right like we fucking they deserve deserve a present they deserve they deserve something good you know I was like fucking splash out so I said, I get myself a, uh, I'm very fond of fountain pen. I use fountain pen and work of a few fountain pens. And I was like, I'll get myself a Mont Blanc fountain Ooh. pen. Oh. Yeah. Pricey. Mm. Pricey. Nice. I was like, you got them forever. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, stay there forever. So I was flicking through them and like, they range from a couple of hundred to a couple of thousand. Like, I was to have these like, uh, classic series. So to have like, I think the current, every year to have a different kind of, uh, or a couple of different famous people I think the current one is JFK or something like that so look at the JFK fountain pen uh, Gandhi Albert Einstein um, Miles Davis oh wow so I was looking at the Miles Davis one and then I thought I wonder do they have an F. Scott Fitzgerald one so F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote The Great Gatsby and I was like I look I'm sure I I'm sure as you know by now I haven't seen it go on <laughs> the book man the book <laughs> Believe it or not, that the DiCaprio movie was actually based on a book of the same name. Yeah, so I, I like, thought he ha- ripped off the the film. All right, go on. I'll have a I'll have a look for an F. Scott Fitzgerald, and I had one. There's an F. Scott Fitzgerald character, Mont Blanc pen. Back in 2002, they're discontinued. Oh, shit. If you have any hope of getting one, you have to go to Sotheby's or Christie's at auction. No way. Yeah. <laughs> They go for up to around a grand, grand and a half sterling. Wow. So I had all this in my head. I was like, I couldn't get one. I was like, if, if it goes to a couple of hundred, I'll get one. Mm. Can't get one. So I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get it. Oh, I fucking get that. And then they didn't have them. And then like just scouring the internet, trying to find yeah. them. And it's Sotheby's, Christie's. So I was like... Fuck it anyway. So in the end, I ended up getting myself a Hugo Boss uh, ballpoint pen because I use a Hugo Boss fountain pen down the office. So I just got the ballpoint pen to, to match it. So I was like, bit oh, of a come nice. down. 
oh yeah big time man <laughs> so, so he's kind of nice but it's not an F's of F scoff it's your Mont Blanc fountain bed like <laughs> it's funny though you know when you're flicking through them and you say oh, um, you know there's as you said like a Miles Davis one you go oh mm. wow that's mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. and you go and you see the who's it F Scott Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald. Yeah. and then you go you can't find that and all of a sudden the Miles Davis one looks like shit you yeah go, ah, that's exactly it I don't want it it's, <laughs> it's second hand so, at this stage <laughs> yeah so I found the mentality I found a, of shopping like. uh, I found a website that does replicas and uh, I said I get the Miles Davis one mm. and uh, order went to order the pen anyway da, 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 put in the details Get a notification on my phone. Your card has been blocked. Suspicious activity. Oh, I'm like, no, that was me, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the one trying to fucking buy a pen in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! So I didn't. I didn't go back into it then because I go maybe maybe do they maybe they know this website, Saji, or mm. you know, uh, or is it just like oh well, you're trying to buy something in China? Yeah, that must be suspicious. So in the end, I went. I went with good old Amazon and. <laughs> <laughs> comes at the Yugo boss matching yeah. pen so bit of a letdown but it was like and even that as like and any other time that'd be like oh yeah great yeah, new pen. yeah, yeah. but now it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> bit, bit of a letdown yeah. uh, and oh, then what's going you on got yourself a, you got yourself a COVID present I always have a COVID present yeah, so that's well that's you to blame yeah good yeah I was justifying it to myself. Paid me fucking taxes matter of hoping a good few quid back into the exchequer uh, so I deserve this and yeah, I haven't fucking right. gone anywhere done yeah. anything so I remember I was, I was going on about Spotify last week and the playlist. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah. How, yeah. My fucking Spotify got hacked. How did um, Spotify get hacked? I don't know. I was I was in bed there. It was about two weeks ago, late at night, fucking twelve o'clock at night. I get this email, sus- uh, login, suspicious login. I was like, oh, that's not me. So I went, like I went within about five minutes. I fucking logged in, changed my password and all that. So I was like, oh, I got on top of that. I could still get in. Everything was there. And then during the week, I'd be listening to a song, and after about a minute. It changes and starts playing some random song. I was like, what the fuck is that? Go back, put the song on. I was like, oh, maybe it pushed off my phone or something. In the car, same again, same again. Picked up James, we were driving home, listening to some music. He's like, oh, put on my list, daddy. Put it on. Song I play it for a minute, minute and a half. Skip to this random song again. Mm. So this is some fucking hack that they obviously hack your Spotify and then trigger something, some sort of bot that flicks over to this to one of these couple of songs drives up and fucking counts on that and they get their oh, fraction right. of a cent or something yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, every yeah. play or something like that so yeah so I was like oh, I so, and I Spotify Jesus yeah. Christ like and I was going in I changed my password and I was mm. doing everything and it was still happening and it seems, seems to be okay now uh, but oh fucking annoying man Ten, I had to turn I couldn't listen to it I had yeah. to turn it off because I kept jumping every, every minute every minute and a half so there's a new one. Yeah. There's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Imagine hacking on Spotify. Jesus. Yeah. I'd never heard of it. And the like, worst fear was that, oh, what if, oh, fuck, what if I lose all my light songs? Fucking 800 light songs of my Spotify playlist. Yeah. But I was like, no, they're just out to fucking annoy me and <laughs> generate their, their fractions of cents. But if you do that, a couple of thousand people or, you know, yeah, yeah. them fractions of cents adds up. and um, It's amazing because I was only reading an article recently about people who will make they'll make music but it won't necessarily be music it could be just somebody going da 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 on a keyboard or whatever just randomly uploading a song calling it a song and then getting a load of um 
uh, I don't know how to do it, but you can get people to click on them accidentally or whatever, mm. or they'll have links to different stuff or call them different artists, and then yeah, people click yeah, on it and go, yeah. what the hell is this? Turn it off. And their numbers go up. And yeah. like that, Spotify, you have to go, there's your check. Yeah, probably, probably similar, probably a similar yeah. setup. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Here, we, we need to get some for the podcast. <laughs> People clicking on this so uh, whoever Four hacked into my listeners. Spotify if you could just pop us an email there um. actually you have Alan's account uh, <laughs> yeah, take yeah, whatever you, you have want. all my details <laughs> <laughs> you have me payment details so just take it off of the, car- off the credit card that's registered <laughs> Spotify <laughs> yeah if uh, mm. yeah or if you can tell us how to do it it'd be great yeah, yeah fantastic yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah so that's that, that was me minor royal and then mm. I'm building up to be big royal because I know you're going to be on it uh, no as. you're not you're not building you know of a royal to go before your big royal do you another royal well this this is I've touched on this one before with the uh, the single dad groups but obviously a lot of them are based in America Americans we love you but we don't understand the gun obsession we, we don't get it and I seen a post this morning and goes uh, who shares my passion for Second Amendment rights with her children? And there was a kid, what age? Quiva's four, is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say she's probably, probably a little Quiva holding an M16 and another mm. kid holding a shotgun. And I was like, I just I don't get it. I mean, the, the rest of the world don't get it, but that's, mm. why, that's why it'll never change. Man. That's why America will never, will never change um, mm. because it's so deeply ingrained with, with, with the guns. Um you know, what does that do um, to a society from a psychological point of view? Like, if you basically tell everybody in Ireland, look, you can go out and buy guns if you want. There's no problem there. Just go down, sign up or whatever. You'll get a, mm-hmm. a kind of a little bit of a license and you can buy whatever the hell firearm you want. Mm-hmm. It would make you think that, Jesus, there's a reason we need this firearm. Breeds I fear, clearly yeah. need to protect my family, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. So the famous one of uh, Charlton Heston used to be the head of the NRA after a Columbine you know the week after something holding the fucking rifle you have to take it from my cold dead hand it's just it's, it's never going to change yeah I don't get it you know but look if it's responsible gun ownership but I mean when it's bred in that young yeah yeah so yeah it's never going to it's never no, going to happen and you know you're talking about what 300 year old laws that were you know your right to bear arms was to rise up rise up against a tyrannous government and stuff like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it wasn't a fucking pack an M16 walking down to Walmart or something was it but, not just so you could hang some stuffed bear arms on your bear arms yeah <laughs> on, your, on your sitting room wall you know what I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. how can anybody confuse it like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I was like yeah maybe you should maybe you need to clarify that uh, yeah. fucking founding fathers the irony here is that most people who have guns in this country are farmers yeah know. yeah with farmers tans exactly <laughs> right a big royal a big royal i touched on it last week and uh, just the mother the mother and baby homes Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not even, not even the fucking the thirty year kind of thing. Like, just in general. Uh, seen a video. I, I shared it there the other day. It's an old one. I remember seeing two years ago. One of the New York Times did a bit of a documentary. Oh on yes. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I've never felt such a mixture of emotion between livid and heartbroken. Like the sadness and the anger was in equal parts, and I didn't know what the fuck I was feeling. Much and like. Mm. For, for 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 people that don't know obviously we have a fucking huge listenership around the world 
uh, mother and baby homes were where unwed mothers were, were put, pregnant mm-hmm. women. Uh, babies were taken off them or they were forced to work in a laundrette um, and stuff like that. And uh, a couple of years ago then, there was uh, in Tune, there was a mother and baby home in Tune and they found in a... Um, what was it? It was a septic sorry, tank. In a septic tank. Yeah. 756, was it? Mm, I thought it was 800, but yeah. Yeah, clo- we'd say 800. Mm. Yeah, it was close to 800. 800 infant skeletons. Never buried. Fucking dumped in the ground. Mm. And what happened then in Ireland this week was the government tried to pass a thing about they were going to seal these records for 30 years. And there was war over it. And then they said, oh no, that wasn't what we meant. We meant we need to preserve this so no one can... So they fucked up either way. Mm. They had to backtrack and go, oh, actually, that, that's not what we meant. Um, or they were planning on sealing these for... So, but, but the history of it, mm. I just... Oh, man, it just fucking gets me. Like Kids, fucking babies, not looked after. Mm-hmm. And then they die and then they're, they're fucked into a fucking hole. Like. Yeah. And I just, oh, my fucking eyes are welling up like thinking about it. I just... Like, how do you do that? How the fuck do you do that to a child? Yeah. Um, and then fuck the babies. Fucking starting to cry thinking about it. Like, nah, and rightly it's so. Just, it's an emotion. Like, fuck, like I Jesus. Can't get them, man. How do you do that to a yeah. fucking child? Like, yeah. <sighs> and when you think about the kids who did survive, they were sold to generally American couples who couldn't have kids. Yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were fucking shipped off to America. Yeah. Sold. Fucking yeah. donation to the church. Yep. Yeah. That's it, you know. There was a, did you ever see Philomena? The film? No, I've never seen it actually. It's a very good film. Um mm. see Kruger, Yeah, and Judy Dench. Mm. Yeah. So I, I did see a few films. Now, so there you go. <laughs> um but there's a horrible scene in it where I I first watched it, I think when Quiva was like six months old, and there was a horrible scene where and you know the mothers are sent down to mind the kids and you know this young mother was uh looking after the child and put the child down for a nap and she was going to do her chores or whatever and then she seen from a window the child been brought out to to a car and she obviously downs everything and runs out to try and mm-hmm. follow the car obviously to try and get a child yeah. back and mm-hmm. Imagine somebody taking your and at the time, like Quiva was the same age, and I was just welling up looking at it, and I was thinking, but like that, the anger that's inside yeah. you, oh, like if that happened to me, and I can't understand um, how people in the the laundries and the the modern baby homes didn't pick up the nearest blunt instrument and whack the nuns over the head. The absolute anger. Hey man, these are fucking kids our age, like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, kids that fucking young. Mm. Mistreated. Beaten. Fucking die. Fucking in a hole. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, and then, do you know what? Do you know what's built on top of a tomb? A fucking playground. No way. I didn't know that. There's a playground built on the fucking, on it. But like that, I think a lot of locals knew about it, but just couldn't talk about it. Oh, yeah. Well, they interviewed a couple of people in the thing, and it was like, oh, yeah, the kids were in our school, but we weren't allowed to play with them. Mm, that's We didn't know much about them. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Yeah. Mm. And uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to speak to someone that um, I'd love to have someone on that maybe experiences, or you know, maybe a parent or a grandparent, just to kind of get the kind of longitudinal effect of that, or you know, mm. what that was like. 
because you know it is something that needs to be spoken about this of course is a it fucking is. shameful part of our history like horrific um, absolutely and, horrific and yeah. but just that that fear of the catholic church yeah mm. and it leads into you know we spoke before about the cruelty man yeah you know just taking kids away and the fear of going and looking for your child back yeah you know yeah. um you've often heard of it before as well where um you know parents who had a, a fear of sending their child off to one of these mother and baby homes or these Magdalene laundries or whatever mm, would often mm. say that it was their child. Mm. You know, oh, no, no, oh, that was a surprise pregnancy. Yeah, no, I wasn't showing or whatever. But all the while, it was the daughter who had the baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'd bring them up as their own, yeah, you know. Very, yeah, common yeah, enough. That's yeah. a common... I, I've had a couple, a couple of clients that found out that their uh, mammy was their auntie yeah. or their auntie was their mammy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shameful, shameful part. So that's me. That's me. That's me. Big Royal. Mm. That's the end of Royal out of the way. Right, give me a uh, smile. Give me a smile. But my pen, my pen was a half smile. Um, (laughs) um, And uh, that was my smile, man. That was my new pen. Mm -hmm. But I did a tell them thanks. Uh, I I sent a tell them thanks to Carl. Mm-hmm. Carl Patterson that we had on. Oh Carl yeah, yeah, always, yeah, Carl always gives us a share. He always gives us a retweet. Yeah, so yeah. I sent him a, I sent him right. a tell them thanks, uh, just to say thanks very much. Like, you know, it's mm. nice. he always, he always supports us. He does, uh, yeah. So Perfect. I was, I, I was keeping it local again. So yeah, thanks, Carl. Yeah, gentlemen, absolute gent. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. That's all it takes. Just a click for retweet. Yeah, you know, yeah. and somebody second, might look at it and go, take a second okay. to click that button. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, so it's other people see it. It's more. It's more awareness in the world it's more listeners for us we can reach more people we can mm-hmm. break the stigma we can get people talking so that's it thanks thanks everyone that, that likes and tweets and reshares and that's the thing I mean this doesn't happen without other people mm. you know if this was just me and you I'd just give you a buzz yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. All it right, doesn't man, happen without. Want to talk about self harm? Where did I tell you about fucking uh, generational trauma from the fucking uh, from the mother and baby home? I was going to tell you about oh, suicide. Go on, anyways. Yeah, oh, I was watching the match, but you're fucking. This is way better. Yeah. <laughs> United's after scoring. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> speaking of trauma, United are playing. I know. Um, <laughs> but speaking of United, here's my tell you thanks mm-hmm. or tell them thanks rather. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Rashford. Do you know who he is? I've heard the name. Oh, he did the food, was it? Yeah, he's a Manchester United striker and he's out there launching a petition to call on the government to feed hungry children during the holidays and it's hit over one million signatures. So, what he's basically doing is... MPs voted against it for for people that don't know. That's right, yeah. Yeah. He actually, he reversed their original decision by putting pressure on the government on Boris Johnson. Yeah. And... um, He's piling pressure on Johnson again to stump up cash for all this. So he wants free school meals extended mm. to every child up mm. to the age of 16. Mm. And um, he's already been given an MBE at 22 years of age, an MBE wow. for his efforts. And I was looking at footage of him during the week. Himself and his mom, they were on the ground, they were putting in the hard work, bringing in the trolleys full of food that's been donated by people and businesses and just distributing them to uh, various schools across the UK and that. And he's rallied businesses as well lately, like restaurants and cafes to offer children free meals. And the response by the looks of it, from what I'm seeing, has been absolutely fantastic. So I tweeted him and I just said, at Marcus Rashford, you are an incredible human being and an inspiration on and off the pitch. Hashtag tell them thanks. You know, there's a guy who's playing for his boyhood club. Mm-hmm. He's playing for one of the greatest clubes in Mank, football. Yeah, true and true. Come up to the oh, youth great. system. Yeah, you know, great. well, he, rec- he 
needed the um the the food supplement scheme that they do over mm. there and it's something that's very close to his heart you know mm-hmm. and um you know his spare time he could be off playing fifa call of duty doing a fucking dance on tiktok or something stupid doing a few but models instead, you know he's out he's getting his hands Brilliant. dirty and he's making a difference that's and at 22 years of age what was i doing at 22 Jesus. What was I doing at 22? 22? I was a father, man. That's what I was doing. I wasn't doing fucking shit. That's what I wasn't doing. <laughs> Up to your elbows and nappies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you were also trying to feed starving kids. In fairness. Yeah, own. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it's amazing. It just gives me a lot of hope that, you know, a lot of people go, oh, the kids nowadays, and they don't know mm-hmm. their ass, blah, 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 blah. No. You know, I've met some great young people who, come into me on work experience and mm-hmm. the likes of transition year and all that and sometimes you look at them and go wow what great well-rounded individuals they are and then you mm-hmm. look at what Marcus Rashford is doing it's absolutely fantastic it gives me hope that we can we can rest when we do eventually hand this world over to other people you know yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's in good hands they're not fucking so. getting it off me for a while I'm planning on sticking around oh me too oh Jesus yeah I'm going to be kicking and screaming <laughs> <laughs> but when they do go then I'll hand it off <laughs> from my cold dead hand yeah. <laughs> so there That's you go nice. you know we need stuff like that yeah, yeah. particularly the last couple of weeks we definitely absolutely need. yeah yeah. definitely need stuff like that um, now unfortunately we're here mm. again talking about bloody Covid due mm. to the fact that we're in lockdown here in Ireland and a lot of Europe followed suit as well so we all thought in our, our optimism that after the first lockdown, we could start to go back to normal. But now, here we are again. And what we want to do is examine what impact that'll have on our mental health. So, uh, Alan, have you got much feedback from clients, you know, in your private practice about how they're experiencing uh, lockdown 2.0, let's say? It's a kind of mixed bag, man. Like, I call this at the start when we heard about it. I think it was going to be worse. But um, I don't think people are taking it serious, man. Like, I remember walk, walking to work uh, in the first lockdown. It was like a fucking ghost town. Mm. You, get the, you know, you get the odd person out for their walk and walk across the road to avoid you. The roads are fucking packed, man. Yeah. It, it, it's not the same. No, it it's is definitely not, not the same. same. No, no, no. No. Um, no, you've so many shops still open doing click and collect. Mm. Oh, well, look, we're essential services. Ah, but people did, you see the, did you see the new yeah. one, like? Which I've no problem with, but anyhow. I I was saving this as a part-time royal. Uh, I was down in Tesco's earlier. They've got all the ties cordoned off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of the clothes cordoned off. Mm. I've heard of it. Not essential items. Yeah, yeah. Like, the shop is open. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) yeah. And and Lidl and Aldi now aren't allowed to have non essential specials. That's right, yeah. And I wouldn't mind, only the other day I needed a fucking generator and a wetsuit. Of all times, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just when I needed a fucking yeah. pair of skis and a fucking canoe. And a pickaxe. <laughs> that was my plan. That was my weekend out the window. Plus Thanks, like, Aldi and Lidl. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, you're saying, right. Oh, these these aren't essential items. It's like, well, hang on. Here's, here's one example of it, right? I'm a single dad. James had his winter coat from last year. Mm. Too small. Stuck it on him the other day. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a bit fucking small I can't buy him one yeah yeah yeah. I can't go down to Tesco's I can go into Tesco's but they've got the clothes section closed off and now they've got plastic bags over all the ties yeah due to government yeah um, like they're saying mixed messages you know 
we'll close the gyms, close the hairdressers, da 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 da. But the GA and the rope, we can go ahead and all mm-hmm. that. What they blamed this on was house parties. Why don't they close the off licenses? I agree. Yeah. And we don't we don't want to have that conversation in Ireland. No. Take away our drink. There'd be fucking war. It's easier there to would be war. a drunk nation than it is a sober nation. You know. But, the, but um, this is it. I mean, sir, they can't have the fucking house parties that they're not going to be drinking. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we, this is you're you're saying this is the cause of it. It's all the it's all the house parties. It's all the congregating. Mm-hmm. Close the off license. Yeah, I'd have no problem with that. Look, again, yeah. I'm not, I'm not advocating to us. You're fucking on the lynch mob for the outfits, mm-hmm. but where's the fucking sense? Mm-hmm. You can't buy your toys or you can't buy your your clothes in Tesco's, but go down there and buy all the drink you want. Yeah, like how was that an essential? How was that an essential item? That that makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. But that's um, it. I mean, we we depend on the advice and the knowledge and the guidance of our our leaders, our political leaders, and you know the uh, Neffet and the likes. You know the medical experts, mm-hmm. but. We obviously lose faith in that very, very quickly when they go, oh, no, we're, we're, we'll have to do what we did before and do that again. And people go, no, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So you're losing that trust. You're losing yeah. that security oh, blanket you imagine you would have around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think I think that's why this, now it is for some people. I have spoken to some people that they're like, you know, fucking six weeks, like this is going to be, this is going to be hell. Uh, particularly a lot of single people. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of single people have gotten forgotten about in the lockdowns. Um and I'm not not just speaking for myself, I mean the online date and I can fucking take or take or leave it, but um you know, you're at home with your you're at home with your wife or you're home with your husband or you're home with your kids and that was that was your bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I've spoken to single people that I have a few clients that I was literally the only person they seen in the last lockdown. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. Um, I was like, "Oh, you poor bastard! <laughs> this, this is your human contact. It's me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like, there's no dating. There's yeah. no you can't meet people mm-hmm. at the time when people are you know actually you know I think what we've really seen from the last lockdown is how much we need people, mm. how yeah. much we crave human contact, and we didn't realize how much we needed people until yeah. people were taken away from us. We yeah, went exactly. Yeah, you don't miss your well. You don't miss the well to the water, or don't miss the yeah. Don't miss the well. The water runs dry. The what? Yeah. What's the? You don't miss the well until the water runs dry. Ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so mm. yeah, I think yeah, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people struggle struggle with that. Like you know, yeah. um, I've gotten gotten forgotten about, and you know, we're lucky. Me and you are lucky. We, you know, we've been we've been working throughout. A lot of mm-hmm. people aren't. They're back at home. Nothing to yeah. do. So yeah. look, maybe yeah. maybe it's too early for me to say. This one doesn't seem as bad, but you know, I, I, I predicted it'd be worse. I thought mm-hmm. with the weather and stuff like that, but I just don't think people are taking it as serious. I think people yeah. are fucked off with it all. Um, and I think the people that was like, well, we pulled together, like you know, people that did absolutely everything. We did our, uh, yeah, we did our in, the, in the first yeah. in the first lockdown, <clears throat> and then people came along then and didn't give a fuck. And um, so I think. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's a very Irish thing as well. We will do what we're told for so long, mm. and then and then, and then I think that rebel spirit really comes in, <laughs> and we're like, "Well, fuck you now, mm. no, no more." Now. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, did you ever see that Darrow Breen bit about the uh, mm-hmm. uh, three three levels of legality in Ireland or something like that? And it's the first one is, uh, uh, "Oh, sure, fuck it, right, go on, go on," and then the other one's, uh, "Come here, come here now, man." And they ran. Ah, now you're taking the piss. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like there's the there's the go on, you know, jaywalking, go on. Like for, for people that don't know how well for me and I think most Irish people, how you spot the tourists is they don't jaywalk. Irish people, it's a fucking it's just it's not even a radar. Like you walk straight across the road in front of the cops like mm-hmm. and they'll do the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's your pressure, go on. And mm. they go like, Oh hang on there now. And they go, now you're fucking taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gotten to the point now now you're fucking taking the piss. Mm. I think I think that's that's the point that people have gotten to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me throw two words at you. Mm. New normal. <sighs> let me throw three words at you. Nah, that's I know bollocks. what you mean. <laughs> but, but actually, man, do you know what? I had I had a bit of a fucking sad moment during the week. Uh, you were you were talking about the football last week, mm-hmm. and you know it's like you know it'll be years before you get to go to a match again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking years, if ever. I, I seen another thing there recently. I wanted to sign space. It was that. Someone was predicting that uh, this won't be uh, a pandemic. What happens is it becomes an endemic, where it's just something we have to live with. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be here forever, and we we just learned to, this is forever going to be in our lives. Well, um, you bring me nicely onto my point. No, no, no. Um, should we stop craving our old life and embrace this? How you know, do you know what I mean? Like, like we've been this way forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's been nothing I mean not there was the Spanish flu but there's been nothing like this on a global level ever mm-hmm. in the history of the world but uh, it's hard to just go well forget about that now I'm not forget saying about forget going to about games, it forget about going to matches that's, that's gone that, no, that, that, that I'm, I'm not saying gone. forget about it but should we actually go through the mourning process and get that no, out of the way so. before we can yeah. move forward Yeah, you know but, when you yeah, think about the things like, you've lost I mean look you know, obviously, one of the most horrendous things that can happen to you, and it hasn't happened to me, thankfully, is to lose a parent. Your parent mm. has been by your side your whole life, and there will come a day where, well, for most of us, we'll have to say goodbye to them. You know, and you, you mourn them, you know, you mourn the loss, the loss of what's been around you, what's mm. been normal, mm. you know, your foundation, your rock, your wall. And should we do the same with COVID and let's think about the things we've lost um, okay we've lost gigs we've lost you know going to the pubs or clubs or whatever meeting up with people um, you know we've lost uh, <laughs> like that going to sporting events mm. going on holidays you know being mm. able to plan something like that and should we kind of go right well let's let's go through that morning process and then if and when they come back all well and good yeah, but I mean, the, the the key thing you said there before holidays and before matches was, you know, everything that involves people. Mm, but that's it. Going that's to what gigs, going to this. Yeah. Like, what we've lost yeah. is we've lost contact with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't I don't know in terms of mourning, but, you know, because I think if, like, there's an, there's an inevitability around death. We all know we're all going to die. Fucking spoiler alert. Sorry, folks, if, if I'm bursting your bubble there, but, you know all the rest of us have and everyone else will you know mm-hmm. you're going to die we, we all know that but can you imagine saying to people like no you're never going to have that again you're never going to get to enjoy the laughter at a comedy gig with a couple of hundred other people you're never going to get the experience of singing along to a song with your favourite artist and 10,000 people in the stadium you're never going to get to experience a goal a last-minute winning goal in a match. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think a lot of I think a lot of this is people are holding on to hope. 
Mm-hmm. We're hoping that a vaccine comes. You know, we're hoping that, oh, well, if we just, you know, if we, if we just do this, it'll all come back if we, mm-hmm. if we do that. And I think that's why people are pissed off. Saying, I've fucking done my bit. I've been doing my bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not the fucking one spreading this. It's everyone else that refuses to, to, to play their part. But if you go through a process where you go, right, okay, let's say we're finished with this. This is not going to happen. You know, holidays aren't going to happen, etc. Mm. Like that, sporting events, gigs. And you go, right, what else do I have? Well, I've got the outdoors, you know, I've got family, friends close by or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got my health, thankfully. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I've, I've got my, my house, my job, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Everything after that is a bonus. You know, and yeah, when these things do eventually start to trickle back, mm. you know, when they come back, we'll embrace them. But for now, while we're waiting, otherwise, you know, we're looking at the front door going, well, anybody have vaccine this week? No? Okay, right. Yeah, Chat yeah, to you yeah, next yeah. week. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, should we kind of flush it out of our system and go, let's move on temporarily? No, because I, I, the problem with that is you've got what's called hedonic adaptation. So we adapt. We'll adapt to having the outdoors. We'll adapt to having our house. And we'll be still craving novelty. You know, what's the great thing about holiday? It's that you don't go home on every fucking day. <laughs> it's mm. something to look forward to. Yeah. It's something to, you know, it's future focused. It's it's novelty. It's, oh, we get to sit in the fucking sun. We get to we get to do this. We get to do that. Mm. And then you come back. Oh, Jesus, I fucking needed that now. Yeah. You know, you can't even fucking staycation. <laughs> Mm. they're fucking blasting a staycation holiday in Ireland holiday in Ireland fucking can't, can't even do that now yeah mm. you know and I'm, like they're doing this now because they know they can't do it over Christmas that's it yeah of course and this is this this is like oh fuck let's let's try and get some semblance of normality to so people can have Christmas and what's going to happen Christmas is going to happen New Year January February the numbers are going to go back up Mm-hmm. Going to happen, man, because the people that aren't fucking doing their part are going to continue to not do their part during this. They're still meeting up. They're still around in people's houses. Mm. I'm, I'm going to call it right now, okay? Mm. And I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I won't have a smug head in me in uh, a few months' time, but next lockdown, I reckon, is going to be early March. Yeah, I'd go along with that. February, uh, mid end of February to, to early mm. March. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody will want a Paddy's Day in this country. You know what happens on Paddy's Day, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, on yeah. um, well, the Paddy's Day this year, we had lockdown for Paddy's Day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's when it all started. Yeah, was a Paddy's weekend. It all started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. the was it the fourteenth or something? Something like that. Uh, that yeah. Fun. So that's that's my prediction. Um, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I think that I, I, the, no. the next lockdown. I, I think I think you're right. And this is just going to be lockdown, bit yeah. of normal. Lockdown, yeah. bit of normal. Lockdown, yeah. bit of normal. Until you get a vaccine, until excellent yeah. people are vaccinated, and yeah. and hopefully the vaccine works. You know. I've seen another thing there on the science pages that uh, apparently one thing that was tested it only works for so long. Mm. It adapts. Yeah, there's so many different ones. I mean, you're looking at yeah, the Johnson yeah. & Johnson, you know, Pfizer, and mm, then there's, mm. a, you know, the one in China that's been uh, administered already, and then there's the one that Trump is on about. Then uh, the the Oxford one as well, and you're kind of going, you know, who's going to win? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, watched, um, I watched the latest episode of that Trump show, 
and it was like he was pissing the head like he, he started getting all the dirt on Biden and stuff like that and then COVID hit yeah and his handling of that your man Fauci the fucking the head doctor there the, and you could see the death stare Mm. Trump was throwing him when he was going against what Trump was saying. Like Trump's like, oh, you know, he was like eight days later. The the the, the advised social distancing. Mm. And eight days later, Trump's like, yeah. oh, we need to get, we want to get the country back open again. Uh, you know, I think we're going to be, you know, I'm, you know, I think Easter now, Easter's going to be a good time. And they're questioning for, and it's like, uh, and then he's going on about that that drug that was like, no, it's not effective at all, mm. and. Um, you know, it's like one of the reporters asked him, "Was like, uh, Mr. President, you've got two doctors either side of you. Have they advised that this is the way to go? No, no, this is, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good idea. I've got a good feeling. I, I got a good feeling about this. I'm a smart guy. Got a good feeling about this. I think, I think this will work. I think yeah. this will work. I'm not joking. It. That's actually what he said. Never mind thousands of years of science. You know, he's a good yeah. feeling. He's a good yeah. feeling. Yeah, it's businessman that went bankrupt. His beliefs, times. Trump, to use the fucking yeah, word, yeah. facts. Yeah, yeah. And he's I think, gone against everything. Even the head of the uh, Homeland Security mm. was like, we gave him this plan at the end of 2019. And he mm. threw it out the window. He ignored we, everything we advised at the end of last year when we were like, oh, actually, this could scary. Yeah, yeah. Like, have leaders like that. That's scary. He is responsible for the death of hundreds of thousands of people. Absolutely. When he Absolutely. came back after, and then they had the video, it kind of ended right when uh, he hit, he got COVID and he's up on the fucking balcony. And you can see him, he can barely breathe. Yeah. And then he put some video up on his Twitter account of he's back. Don't fear this. You know, this is nothing to be afraid of. Mm. If people fucking feared it, they might fucking take more precautions. Mm, true, yeah, And he's yeah, going, no, yeah. no, this is, you know, we got, we're, we got top scientists, we got all these guys. Yeah, and you're fucking ignoring them. Yeah. We said it before on the earlier episode about um, self-esteem. You know, if <laughs> your pilot dies of a heart attack and Trump is on the plane, he mm. will be convinced that he will land that plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guess you what know, he's going to do? There's what no, he's doing now? He's going to crash. He's going to fucking kill a lot gonna of people. He's going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now we didn't get COVID me or you thankfully but thankfully. someone yeah. who did join us last mm. week on the Johnny podcast Johnny yeah on uh, how to cope and uh, this is what Johnny Crowder had to say about his experience and the plan he put in place to deal with it I, I did I called it my three things but it was like my checklist for every day so I made mm. sure I did one thing that felt the same um, like stretching in the morning or flossing or putting on socks or whatever like stuff that you would normally do if mm, the world mm. wasn't upside down so i yeah. did one normal thing very good then i did one thing that felt different so um trying to cook a recipe i've never tried before or watching a movie i've never seen or listening to a band i've never heard um so purposely trying to keep my brain stimulated by like learning and discovering new things and then the third thing i tried to do every day was reach out to somebody start one conversation so do one thing that feels normal to show your brain like hey some things are still the way they were yeah very good and then do something different to show your brain hey i know every day feels the same but this is what's going to make today feel different and then just finding a way to socially connect and take initiative socially because people might not reach out to you every day you have to pick a friend or family member in your mind 
and say, I'm going to send them a video that I saw. Or I'm going to ask, hey, do you remember when we went to the park three years ago and that dog pooped on your shoe or whatever? <laughs> uh, what did you think of that? Was that good yeah, advice? Great, great advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, absolutely, yeah. Mm. You know, going back to the piece I said around hedonic adaptation, we crave novelty, you know, and that to keep his brain stimulated, of do something different, cook a, cook a new recipe, listen to a new band, uh, and then reach out, mm. you know, to make that effort to, to reach out to people not yeah. to just sit there and hope people people will contact him mm. again you know, it's people yeah. we need that social connection that's what that's what COVID that's what lockdown has, has deprived us of mm-hmm. uh, speaking of people let me give you a recent survey mm-hmm. uh, you were talking about single people there a mm-hmm. few minutes ago uh, couples who romped regularly in lockdown were much less likely to suffer the blues so they were 32 percent more likely to develop anxiety if restrictions put a stop to their romps uh couples uh barred from meeting up had a 34 percent increased chance of suffering from depression mm-hmm. so the results are highlighting you know the potential impact of the uh, the ban or the lockdown that uh, mm. what happened people in different households. So researchers polled people with an average age of thirty three about their sex life. People and polled health. people by the sound of it. People were polling people. Yeah, thirty three percent of people. <laughs> so they found those who continued to have sex during lockdown were less anxious, less depressed, and generally happier relationships. Mm. So you're getting a load of endorphins. Mm-hmm. You're getting a load of dopamine, and you're getting a load of oxytocin. Oxytocin yeah. is what they call the, the love hormone or the cuddle hormone. It creates bonding. Mm. Um, and which is why, you know, couples, you feel closer after, after having to ride. Uh, and you particularly feel closer after having to ride and sleeping together. So for anyone that's into their uh, friends with benefits, don't sleep together. Because sleeping together creates intimacy. That creates connection. And that's why someone ends up catching feelings. Mm-hmm. So... So the question needs to be asked, are you afraid of catching feelings? Are you afraid of relationships? Me? <laughs> no, oh, me? in general. No, I thought it was me. Oh, I was like, on, no, I'm, just, I'm just too fussy. <laughs> That's no, what I'm we're on to something here. We're on to something here. Come on, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more about what? Me catching feelings? No, no, no. I'm no, just fussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fussy. <laughs> <laughs> There's loads of options there. Just, you know. Um, um, but uh, yeah there you go except yeah, next February next stuff. February wait till you see oh, wait till yeah, you see what the, happens yeah. yeah let's see how many are deep in nappies uh, I've seen off. another one then of uh, <laughs> on one of the Hamilton groups uh, how, many, how many kids are going to be called Alexander or Eliza or <laughs> one of the Hamilton names after lockdown because <laughs> everyone was watching Hamilton during lockdown Jesus and writing God. and having babies so mm, there you go but look, I mean that's that's another thing to that's another thing to question. Uh, my 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 here, do you know what fucking never gets mentioned? Actually, this this one occurred to me during the week. Deaf people, mm-hmm. people wearing masks, should I can't lip read? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, never fucking hear that mentioned, do you? Well, funny enough, we spoke about well, it maybe before. You do, but I never, I never heard. It. We we spoke about. Uh, I think actually, I think it was the trial 
podcast we did that only a few people heard where I was right. telling you that my hearing is brutal yeah, my yeah, hearing is really yeah. bad and I was yeah. kind of hoping that Dr. Dre would make hearing aids basically you <laughs> oh, know. the beats by Dre yeah tennis by, by Dre yeah. <laughs> yeah but imagine if he did make a hearing aid that'd be amazing you know he'd have to call them like amps or something like that you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> amps by Dre and you know you're going to have these little black and red things in your ear and people will be going but did, that I, guy is I, cool I, he's not yeah, he's not old and decrepit you know yeah. But you, you can't even see hearing aids now. A couple of clients have had hearing aids. They're fucking tiny. They're right behind your ear. Yeah, there's yeah, one yeah. narrow piece that goes into I know, your ear. You I tried even, one. You even spot them. Did yeah, you? yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. No. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And I will, I will kind of eventually yeah. go for one. But, uh, but actually, no, you're hard right. Of hearing and deaf. You know, they can't lip read. Yeah, I found that because I noticed that um, at times when my hearing gets bad, I would look at people's lips. And mm-hmm. with the mask, I obviously, I can't, you know, so, uh, or even, you know, you have a mask on you, your one behind the counter has a mask and she's behind can't Perspects and you're going, hot chicken roll, yeah. stuffing, yeah, yeah, butter and mayonnaise, no, butter and, and you're going, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's difficult for everybody. I remember Supermax in Junction, what's it called, Junction 13, no, Junction 14, uh, when everything was normal. And like, I had no idea, no idea what it was. Like, I cannot hear you. I said, like, since you're talking to me, I, I like that. I had the mask, she had the mask. There was the perspex. I was like, I cannot hear you. Mm. Yeah. Fucking frustrating. You know, for anyone elderly, I like that hard of hearing. Like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. fucking difficult world for them now. Yeah. So that, that was, that was one of my other, that was one of my other ponderings. And then the other one is, well, what's going to be the long-term effect on kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's you know I think a lot of stuff this stuff uh, I've seen I, I I know I have clients you know they're OCD mm-hmm. you know like to the point that their hands are tore apart mm-hmm. from from uh, sanitizing them that much like to the point that they have to be wrapped yeah yeah, yeah. But, you know I, I think this is going to bring a lot of anxiety it's going to bring a lot of um, OCD behaviors in young children. Mm. You know, so we, we we don't know what this is going to look like. And maybe look, maybe they'll just adapt and go. Yeah, this is what we have to do. But yeah, kids are very adaptable. Yeah, um, but th- there is some kids, then, and you know, they'll absorb a bit of it from their parents. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I can't go anywhere. You know, I can't do anything. And, and I know I have clients that have told me about their kids and stuff like that. That you know, literally never went outside during lockdown. Yeah, during the yeah, first lockdown. Yeah. You know, because they, they were afraid to make their grandparents sick. They yeah, 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 the yeah. House. Yeah, yeah. You know. My young lad, he has um, uh, eczema and he suffers bad with his hands mm. and uh, he's only off an antibiotic, actually, two antibiotics for his hands because they get really bad. But we were coming out of Dublin Zoo that time. Do you remember I was telling you we went to the zoo mm. and, mm. Um, you know, we we're coming out of African Plains and there's a load of hand sanitizing stations and that. And we had a special one for him because mm. of the eczema it's, uh, yeah, yeah, f- yeah. doesn't affect them as much like, but it's yeah. still a sanitizer mm. and uh, we were all doing our hands at the usual spot and we'd spray his but he comes running out to the hand sanitizer and you're going hands hands mm-hmm. hands and he's putting and there was people queuing to get in looking at him and they were kind of laughing going wow like it's great that he'll do that mm. and I was saddened by it thinking he shouldn't have to do that yeah, but he's you know he'll go into a room or whatever and he'll go hands 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 have to do mm-hmm. hands you know what I mean and like he's he's two yeah yeah you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so that yeah, I spoke about a it fear on, of mine my mom, I think it was on the, the, the first lockdown one we did of James I remember giving him a kiss he's like no daddy germs germs yeah, germs yeah, the virus yeah. the virus I'm like no buddy we're alright you know it's like this fucking world that these poor kids are in like 
Yeah. And it's, what it's, to be worrying about? No fucking trick. They should be just worrying about what, how, how many sweets am I going to get for fucking trick or treat for Halloween? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No fucking no Halloween. Well, now this goes out on Tuesday, by the way. So Halloween was last Saturday. Yeah, so they had no, know. they had no Halloween. <laughs> they had no Halloween. Yeah, man, Alan, Jesus Christ, you're with us. Ah, every, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> I got an email off somebody actually the other day. I thought it was very funny. It says, "Hi, Peter. Hope you're keeping positive, but staying negative." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm positive about is that I'm not positive. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I remember uh, Johnny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, and uh, do you have the app? By the way, the uh, COVID yeah. tracker app. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it works, man. I never. I've heard from somebody who was talking to somebody who got a notification, and basically the app turned red and right. said, "You okay. have been a close contact. Um, somebody will be in touch with you. Go straight home and wait there till you get a phone call." Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we would door. encourage people to to download that. Obviously, it's free. Yeah, yeah, they fixed yeah. the battery drain and part, yeah, and so I, I never had that. It's pretty cool. I yeah. don't think I had it either, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so there you go. So we can uh, we can at least kind of half contact trace or something, you know what I mean? Mm, but a scary mm. moment, you know, getting the notification like that. Like, oh, I'd say so. Did you ever get the notification of the little sun that comes up on top and you go, oh, no. And you drag down the screen and it goes, please turn your Bluetooth on oh, Bluetooth so this can on. work yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah. And you go, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so. look, we just... We just got to keep everyone safe. Yeah, that, mm. that was another thing. One of them, one of the, on the Trump thing, where one of the reporters, after all the doctors had spoken, was like, "Mr. Trump, you know what do you say to people? Like, you're advising them this. You're going against everything your your medical advisors are saying. You know what I tell people? You're a bad reporter. <laughs> That's what I tell people. What kind of question is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's basically the equivalent of. Uh, Trump turn around to somebody and said, "Well, you're just a big doo doo head. That's yeah, all you oh, are." Absolutely, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm going home. You're a doo doo head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not talking to you. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, we had to speak about COVID tonight, and uh, hopefully, we wanted to talk about it again. But chances are, we will have to talk about it again. Mm, hopefully, it'll be a lighter version of it. It'll mm. it won't be as extreme. But uh, you know, I think um, the idea of today's podcast is just highlight what COVID does to your mental health. Uh, how to cope and uh, you know we need people and people need us as well so hopefully hopefully we'll get rid of this bloody oak very very soon and uh, we can go back to our our old lives no probably not but uh, uh, hopefully fingers crossed Mm. I shall stay positive. I suppose John, Johnny gave us Johnny gave us his his three things that he does to you know that that helped him when he had COVID. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know I think it'd be good I think it'd be good if, if people got in contact let us know what what they've been doing. Obviously everyone was baking the last time. Yep. <laughs> are people back baking? Is the are, is all the flour gone from the shops? <laughs> can you get eggs? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can still get toilet rolls. Gardening. That's pretty good. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. get uh, yeah. what, what was that man like what the fuck was that like what yeah. were people thinking that came from Australia didn't it there was, was panic it? over there and we were laughing at them and all of a sudden oh oh shit hold on we better get toilet rolls too because other people what, have gone like, mad what here what was that about like, <laughs> what the fuck like there's no doubt about yeah. it Johnny Kleenex is looking at a new fucking condo rubbing his hands together yeah, going, ah, yeah I tell you if we had a fucking should have bought uh, should have bought shares in Andrex yeah. I tell you who I'm going to put shares in this time Duracell all the women going through batteries for sport <laughs> I, I, I was going to say hand moisturiser but you're there you go you know whatever yeah, that yeah, too yeah. <laughs> all the single ladies all the single ladies <laughs> <laughs> going to start buying shares in Duracell <laughs> <laughs> 
um, yeah so get in touch let us know if yeah, know um, there's something doing. you're or there's something different you've done something completely different have you yeah. have you got a qualification on something have you picked up a new hobby are you mm. are you now skilled artist or something like that mm. yeah let us know is, is this is this one as bad for you have you gotten used to it do you think we're we're used to it do you think we've adapted mm-hmm. is it worse for you are you expecting worse clocks went back that's that's at any given time that's normally tends to be a hugely busy time for me mm-hmm. uh, um, once those clocks go back um, wonder what it'll be like now this time but I mean my, my last time I dropped massive I haven't dropped at all what do you mean dropped the client the amount of clients like numbers of clients why would they drop off well they dropped when the lockdown oh you know lockdown I was like well you can still attend they're all I'm not, been, I'm not working and you know okay, yeah, yeah. dropped dramatically the number of clients I was still working. You know, I still have mm-hmm. enough to pay the bills, thankfully. But hasn't changed. Yeah. Nothing nothing has changed. No, it doesn't look like it around the but, town. What I did have a couple of people saying was, uh, are you still open? Are you still, are we, am I still going to be able to see you? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Mm. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. The time of the, the need, the likes of yourself most. Mm, mm. So, uh, yeah, do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Straight Talking Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email, or you can find us on Twitter at SCRA Talking Pod. We're on Facebook and uh, we're on Instagram as well. So, come here, let's leave it there. If you like what you heard, uh, give us a rating, subscribe, leave a comment, um, or if you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, by all means, share with them on your social media because it could make a big, big difference in their lives. Big shout out to Fiona Brian for the podcast music. He is an amazing producer and beat maker. You can get him on Facebook at FOB Beats if you're a singer or rapper or whatever. Uh, this man got more floor fillers than Ron Seal. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I love about this? You never, you never fucking plan. Or I hope no, you don't. No, Because <laughs> no. like, well, it's actually, obvious he doesn't plan these. <laughs> let, me, let me Google. Do Ron Seal actually do floor fillers? Floor uh, filler. What do they mean floor seal, filler? Floor filler. I'd say it sounds like something. Ah, it is. Run now anyway. Five minute multi-purpose ready mix filler. White 600 mil. Only nine euro 35 and screwfix.ie. There you go. Yeah. Screwfix. You and can I'm sure if we were sponsored, we'd have to say. And there's other uh, other brands providers well of. Um, yeah. Check out Woody's. <laughs> but we don't got to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> or don't leave big holes in your floors. Uh, yeah. See if we care. Yeah. Or just give Fiona a shout. No problem. It's all good. Last word with you, dude. Speaking of not planning anything, leave us with a message of inspiration or uh, non-inspiration. <laughs> Not inspiration, unique yeah. outlook on life <laughs> yeah uh, we need each other man mm. we all need each other at the minute the world the world's in the fucking been a bad old bad old few weeks I think we need each other now mm. reach out reach out to people and you know tell them thanks or just we need we need each other Dream talk.